I'm Jojo. I'm Bugs. And welcome to our podcast. We bring our sidewalk conversations to your home to discuss love, life, and how they're all wrapped up with faith. Unexpected Hope talks about life when expectations don't line up with reality. Hear true stories when only faith and resilience get you through. Let's go with the flow. Woohoo! In episode six of season two, Claytheia has lived a full life. Married for over 40 years, she shares how she was able to get through the ups and downs of life and how she triumphed through them all by keeping her faith. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. I am so excited to have our featured guest. Miss Clythea is my hairdresser. And as you all know, you kind of get down really deep when you go to the hair salon. Her shop is called The One Above. And it's so obvious, so clear that she loves the Lord with all her heart. You might hear some noise in the background because she's really a woman of all trades, always on the go. I think right now she's watching her grandchildren. But again, thank you so much for uh, just taking some time to share your journey with us. So thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. So let's dive into the first question. You've really lived a full life. And as with most people who go to beauty shops and, you know, barber shops, you tend to share your life and your experiences. And Ms. Clyde has been so wonderful about praying for all of us, but we've also been praying for you too. When was the first time you actually experienced God? You know, I can't give an age or a time because I feel like I've always experienced God, even from a child. I found myself just really, and maybe it's because of the church influence, but I found myself just really believing in God. I I don't think I can ever remember a moment that I didn't believe God. And so who actually introduced you to God? I guess it was your family. Yes, it was my parent. My mom was a great influence. My grandmother, my grandfather, they were great influences because our house was all about God and serving God and loving and reaching out to family. And, you know, so that's where I picked that up. I mean, train them young. That's what the Bible says. So did you have any expectations of what your life would look like as a young girl or when you were a teenager? You know, when I, when I was a teenager, I didn't have any expectations, but there were, there were things laid before me. Um, By the age of 13, I had signed a contract to sing professionally. Wow. And I could remember going off to practice and coming home. Uh And sometimes it was really late and they, sometimes they would sneak you into places that you should not be in and, (laughs) you know, sneak you out in. But when I would come home, I would always hear my grandmother in the next room praying. So I lost the total desire to have that as a part of my life. So- We talk a lot, again, in the beauty salon about marriage. I mean, you've been married for over 40 years. Is that true? Yeah, we've been (laughs) together for a long time. We're like that living color couple. (laughs) True. I mean, when you did meet your husband, what lessons have you learned and what things can we kind of glean from your journey? Wow. Well, first of all, meeting my husband in high school, Mm. you know, you're, you're so young to us, it was, if you go to Taco Bell's or something like that, that was love, right? <laughs> but 
as you grow older, your expectations become more driven by wisdom. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, it was going to Taco Bell's talking on the telephone, <laughs> then being able to invite him into my home mm. and ex him experiencing church with my family. Yeah. And so if I had any words of wisdom, it would be to just keep your faith and keep your trust and your hope in God. Yeah. Always let that be first and forefront in your life. Even if that person isn't where you are, the journey will become harder, but mm -hmm. at least they'll know where you stand. We talk a lot about your journey and especially the past, maybe like eight years, you've had a really hard road <laughs> over the past eight years. Can you explain what that's been like and you know how you've been able to lean on God through all of this? Well, first it started with many, many years before that, taking mm -hmm. care of loved ones, but mm -hmm. The, the true journey that impacted us the most was um, my mother-in-law having breast cancer and the doctors telling her that she had days to months to live. And I remember walking into the elevator with her and she said, I'm really scared. Mm -hmm. And I remember the Holy Spirit telling me, today we choose to believe the good report. Mm -hmm. And I'll have you know with it in her lymph nodes, in her lungs, in her breast, she lived another 19 years wow. and she did not die of cancer. Then we took the journey of my mom mm. developing dementia mm. and you know, she could still take care of herself. As you know, mm -hmm. many a times I had to rush out of the shop, rush home mm. because she was just totally off balance. Yeah. And then we got to the point where we literally had to move in with her because my brother took her. Mm -hmm. to Vegas, which I had asked him not to do. Mm. And within two months, he had placed her within a psych unit. So we had to fight to get her out yeah. and then stayed with her. You know, the doctors told us to just let her go. She was experiencing many strokes and she had a heart attack. Oh, and wow. I remember sitting in a room with six doctors uh -huh. and then telling me, let her go. And I remember saying, you can't tell me to let her go. All you can do is tell me when I can get her out of here because my trust is not in you. My mm -hmm. trust is in God. Mm -hmm. So eventually I got my mom out of there mm -hmm. and we lived with her in her home for another five years. Wow. While I had to run a business, we still had the, the financial responsibility of our own home, mm -hmm. the responsibility of mortgages on the building and other things that we were financially tied to. But nevertheless, my family kicked in mm -hmm. and we all got through that hard five years of taking care of someone who sometimes because of dementia just didn't like you and want you there. Yeah. So it was my trust in God that got us through that in my entire family, even down to the point where my granddaughter who was extremely young mm -hmm. would help me take care of my mother, trying to feed her, offering to take her to the bathroom, which she could hardly go herself. But how old, your how old is your granddaughter at the Lila time? Lila has just turned nine. Okay. And when my mom passed, my mom passed four years ago. Mm -hmm. It'll be five years in July. So when she, when your, when your mother was sick, Mila was around what, what age? Around three years old? Yeah. 
Wow. And she literally pushed that walker and she would tell me, Grammy, don't worry, I'm going to help you. I'll feed her. And it was really funny because there was times when she say, Grammy, she would say, gee, Grammy, do you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> and my mom would, would look at her and she would, in the, in the early stages after she got back home and, and was talking again, mm -hmm. she would say, you need somebody to take you to the bathroom. Yeah. And my granddaughter would say, don't worry, you got to go pee pee on the potty. I'll take you. <laughs> so it was really, my yeah. granddaughter gave me such inspiration. Mm. And my husband who stayed up nights and worked days and I worked days and stayed up nights. Mm -hmm. So we, and my son who was there and it was just a truly labor of love because wow. he didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, my husband could have stayed home in our home and been comfortable, yeah. but I'll never forget the time that he spent helping me my, in my, with my mom in those last five years. And this is your husband. My husband who didn't have to be there. He could have chose to stay home. Well, I mean, 40 years of marriage. I mean, you guys are bonded together for life through all that stuff, right? Through thinking. Well, you would think so, but you know, you everyone has heard stories. Yeah. Uh, everyone has a level of commitment. Yeah. And that's not always someone's testimony. So mm. to this day, if he never does another thing, that shows me just how deeply he not only loved and, and appreciated my mom, but how much he loved and appreciated me. So, I mean, that's another thing in the, those 40 years, your love develops. And just like you said, it's not about Taco Bell. It's really about committing and loving each other through the hard moments and the yes. difficult moments. It's through the struggles. Yeah. It's easy to love someone when it's easy. Yeah. Like it's easy to do nothing, but it's difficult to do something. Yeah. And so your, your mom died how many years ago? My mom died, it'll be five years in July. And right after that, then my husband was diagnosed. She died in July and November. He was, he was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia. Oh, wow. So right after she died, it was a couple months later, your husband was diagnosed with leukemia. And up until this year, mm -hmm. leukemia had, and is still in remission. Praise but God. this year he was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And as I tell you, we are still trusting and believing in God. And so how has your husband's faith journey been too? I mean, it's difficult. I mean, he has moments that he's, he's sad and he's angry. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm, I'm not the one that's receiving chemo or mm -hmm. receiving a prognosis. So I can only say what I say from the outside. I can't say how my husband truly feels. I can say he has moments. However, mm -hmm. with me, my faith has not wavered. Wow. I believe that the things that God has done in the past, he is still here in the present. Because even before leukemia mm -hmm. and even before lung cancer, he was uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer. And I remember the doctor telling us that when he comes out of this, he's, he's gonna, his head is going to be swollen. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a lot of blood in the catheter. And mm -hmm. I remember the Holy Spirit telling me to tell the doctor that may be somebody else's testimony, but it won't be his. Wow. And so when my husband came out of surgery, his head was not swollen. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of blood in the catheter bag. Mm -hmm. 
As a matter of fact, we walked around the hospital all night and they released him the next morning. Wow. That, that's a testimony, not only to your family, but it's also the doctors. I'm sure the doctors were completely okay. like, what is happening? He was blown away. He literally told us, he said, well, I'm going to have to put you in a wheelchair and wow. wheel you out to your car. And my husband said, nope, we're going to walk out of here the same way we walked in. Yeah. I mean, I know there are a lot of people, a lot of our audience members are caretakers for, you know, their loved ones, and they're having moments of just struggle, like they love the Lord, but how do you love the Lord, but also deal with the, the pain that sometimes these circumstances present? The pain is real, yeah. and you deal with it as you feel it. I cried, mm. you know, I hurt, mm. but my faith in God did not waver. Mm. It's very, very painful to be with someone who's going through dementia, mm. who was my absolute best friend, mm. who then didn't even want me to call her mommy. Mm. You know, so those are difficult times. But I remember Psalms 23 that says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And I had to remind myself that, yes, I am walking through, but I'm not staying there. Mm. And then... <laughs> I remember falling upon the part when it talks about my enemies must be present. Mm. And all I could think about is my enemies must be present to see how God is going to bless me in spite of mm. the things that are going on in our lives. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Cause I know that there's a lot of people who really are going through those struggles, but they can't see God in all of it. They don't know where God is in it. But again, it's that faith. Yes. And yes. his word says to each man is given a measure of faith. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anyone to think that that it was easy. I don't want anyone to think that I didn't cry. I don't want anyone to think that I'm so strong that it didn't hurt me. Mm -hmm. It did, but I could not. I can't tell you that there was a moment where I did not trust and believe that God was going to and is going to work out the details of our lives. Thank you. But there's so much more to your story. You own a business, the one above. I love that shop. I feel like there's so many moments when I don't have an appointment, but I would go there just because you just capture people. You, I just want to hang out with you, <laughs> but you're also a wife. You have two sons. You're a grandmother of how many kids? I have two sons. I have three grandchildren and I have one great grandchild. So you run a business and you're also managing home life and personal life. How do you do that? How do you do all of that? Only by the grace of God in one moment at a time, not one day, but one moment at a time. You know, we're kind of going, I'm not sure like if we're in COVID or not in COVID, I don't know, <laughs> but you know, you told a story. It was 2020, the store shut down. How are you dealing with the closure of your store because of COVID and just personal stuff. Where were you in that? Oh man, I knew I had to shut down. Yeah. I knew I didn't want to put anyone else in danger or at, at risk. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't the stylist who decided I would bring people into my home yeah. or go in through a back door. Mm -hmm. I decided that their lives were more valuable to me than money. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I just truly trust in God. Financially, it was hard. We had a mortgage on our home. We have a mortgage on the building. 
Yeah. We are, we're taking care of my mom's home, you know, with all the things that go along with it. You got the mortgages, you have the insurance, mm-hmm. you have the taxes, you have all of those things. Mm-hmm. So I can only say that it was God that has sustained us mm-hmm. through that and is sustaining us through this day. If you're looking for a magic number of mm-hmm. how we do this, I can only tell you that it's God. So, I mean, are there any life lessons that you want to share with our audience? Because you've definitely lived a life. You're still living a life, (laughs) a wonderful life. All I can tell you is what the word says to each man is given a measure of faith. And every trial, you know, people say trials come to make you strong. Mm. That's not my take on that. Mm. If you hear anything that I have to say to you, hear this for me. Trials came to make me weak. And in my weakness, I became more dependent on God. That's how I've made it through. I actually want to go back to your 40 years of marriage, because I know there are a lot of people who are just getting married and, you know, having kids and all these different things. I I, I guess in marriage, like your, again, we talked about like your love evolves. How did you go through like some of your arguments and how did you go through some of the differences especially when you have children there's a lot of differences on how you train them like what you do with them how do you how you discipline them how did you go through all of those different like shifts in marriage okay so it's hard because first of all when the bible talks about being equally yoked mm-hmm. that is very very it's detrimental <laughs> to be honest with you, because my husband and I, we come from two totally different backgrounds. Mm. And so I came from a a background where if you didn't go to church on Sunday and you said you weren't feeling well, well, guess what? You didn't get healed until next Sunday after church. (laughs) So as far as that was, our values were different, Mm -hmm. but he was willing to go with me to church. But those are the things that you need to really uh, look at because you're going to have struggles along the way if your values are different. And so either you're going to take your vows seriously Mm -hmm. when it says that people ask me, well, how did you stay married? My husband always says, well, because a real man knows how to sleep on the couch. (laughs) And I say a real man knows how to not get on the couch. (laughs) any level my response is always first and foremost I honor the vows that I took to God Mm. I made an oath and a commitment that I was going to stay with this man Mm. until death do us part Mm. now I want to also say Mm. that if you're in a relationship and it is not working Mm -hmm. you cannot make another person stay with you good point and so how do you deal with that it's for me, it's the oath that I took, yeah. the oath that I took. And I, and I say it all the time, mm-hmm. more than the oath that I took with my husband. It's the one that I stood before God and said that I would do. This is what we ask all of our guests, but you know, what are your favorite Bible verses that you've leaned on during all of these hard and challenging times and also well, joyful times too? I count it all joy. As you hear me say all the time, all the time. <laughs> I will look to the hills from which cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord, which mm-hmm. I have to do all the time. Yeah. And the one I told you before, yea, though I walk through, when trials come, mm-hmm. I remind myself that I'm walking through, but I'm not going to stay there. When I go to your shop, you always have 
music, you know, you always have things that speak the word. And that's also been encouraging to me too, you know, especially like when I'm going through these hard moments and I'm in the shop and I hear the words, gospel music and preachers talking, it's like, okay, (laughs) encouragement. Yes. Because what does the word say? Mm -hmm. The word says that faith come by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So hearing the word of God increases our faith. Well, I mean, is there anything else that you want to add? Well, I just want to say to everyone that we all go through a journey. Mm. Sometimes they're similar, but I want to say absolutely never the same because Mm. no one's life is the same. Mm. But I promise you, if you trust in God through it all, that's the good, the bad, the ugly, the pain and the joy, he will certainly bring you through. And I say this. God says what he has put together, let no man put asunder. So sometimes we put ourselves in a situation Mm. where God didn't do that. And now we're asking him to help us get through the mess that we've created. Yep. And he will do it because he cares so much for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Ms. Plagia, thank you so much. I always enjoy talking to you. And I I know that this is going to be encouragement to so many people who are listening to to us so thank you oh i love you josette and what you're doing is amazing and keep on doing it and remember that god has something special so you can't give up on god wow what a journey as miss clythia mentioned the lord has been her strength and her song through it all when you go through valleys remember psalm 121 1 through 2 says i lift up my eyes to the hills Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. God bless. The next couple of episodes of Unexpected Hope focuses on adoption. We can't wait to have you listen. If you have any prayer requests, would like to share your story, or have any story ideas, email us at jb.unexpectedhope at gmail.com.